This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com and click on the podcast shirts page to cop exclusive One Gram Army and Ministry of Silly Talk merchandise. Also, check out other shirt designs so sick you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. And don't forget, check out Pod Caviar wherever you get podcasts. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, enjoy this monumentous, thrilling, and exciting installment of the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, oh, I need to put on a hat. Welcome to another live edition of the One Grand Army Podcast. It's a very special occasion. Our first multi-stream. We'll see how long we can keep it alive. This has been quite an adventure in streaming to this point. Um, I'm hoping my audio sounds a little bit better. I'm trying to use Bluetooth, which is probably not helping, but we know we're all gonna get there together. Thank you for joining us. Um, Just so you know, for this stream, I can only reply to the Twitch chat uh, by typing, uh, but I do have a multi-stream chat for people on Facebook and Twitch and all that. We'll see how that goes. This is a really not nice looking hat. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so thank you for joining us at per the use at some point in this video. Uh, I, oh, well, let me take care of business first. If you're interested in supporting this uh, horrible thing I do uh, directly, you can go to patreon.com slash one gram army and be a patron. If I pick up a couple more patrons, I'll start putting stuff up there again. But really, it's just, you know, throw me a couple bucks for something I'm doing for free anyway. You're getting it for free. Why not pay for it? I don't, I'm not really sure I understand the logic, but it exists and you can. And uh, shout out to Pause and Big Fiddle Show and um, the other per- two people whose names I've forgotten who have become patrons to this point. But thank you to them. I will do better, excuse me, about updating that. But yeah, please visit patreon.com slash one gram army. And as usual, I've got some crispy new shirt caviar on, courtesy of Tony. Tony and I just did a Zoom podcast last weekend. That will be coming out uh, tonight or first thing in the morning. And I know we're all looking forward to that. And I hope everybody's doing well. Um, If, uh, like I said, if there's anything wrong with the stream or anything, or you have any suggestions, the chat is open. As always, you can dial 847-665-9238. See, it's like a bouncing ball when I do it with my finger like that. Um, You can leave a message on the One Gram Army hotline. And if I can remember... If these noodles don't fry my brain as they normally do, uh, we'll go check voicemails live at the end of the uh, training video. But yeah, so like I was saying, spicy noodles, this hasn't gotten any easier for me. You'd think it would have at this point. Like I'd have some sort of like Sean Evans-esque immunity. These noodles are the hot chicken cheese noodles. They're considerably spicier than the carbo noodles I ate last week. Audio is a six out of 10. I'll tell anytime anything's a six out of 10, uh, I'll take that. Is it too loud or just kind of sounds tinny because of these stupid uh, earbuds? Get back at me, Kevin. Um, yeah, because if it's the earbuds, I have some other, I have many doodads and who's what's it's laying around in here. I may be able to quickly call an audible um, or we'll just live with it, baby. It has to be better than it was with my other headset. So that's what I'm hoping for. 
these also have like kind of coagulated, so this may not be very pleasant to watch me eat, which it never is. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, again, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, you can subscribe and get uh, the replays of these on the YouTube channel or at Twitch. Uh, I don't know how Facebook works. I don't even know if this is working on Facebook, so if somebody wants to go check there for me, that'd be cool. And uh, share it. You can share the stream live while it's happening through various methods that I'll leave you to discover. And uh, But also, you can subscribe to the audio feed of this podcast wherever you get podcasts okay tinny i can live with tinny as long as as long as you can understand what i'm saying we'll use new microphones the next time around i'm going crazy with all my doodads and who's what's it's oh and also kevin schmidt uh, in the chat don't forget uh to check out the vr podcast we did um it's on the youtube channel most of the things i've purchased recently are to make that work better so hopefully me and kevin will do another one of those soon maybe even just welcome Record or stream some zombie blaming later. Um, one gram. I think that was all the business I really needed Welcome to attend to to, to get morning. to the uh, get to the meat one, of one, why one we're gram. gathered here today. One one gram is. One gram army podcast. Oh, there we go. Sorry. And that. All right. So this Pizza Hut training video that we're going to watch this week while I melt my face off, uh, I found it earlier. It is uh, we're kind of back into the cringe lane with these training videos. This one has very few redeeming qualities. I haven't seen all of it. I only watched about two minutes into it because I like some of it to be a surprise, but I also kind of like to peruse it just to see if it's worth watching, uh, which it's probably not. But we'll get there. Um, I guess I've said um also. So, yeah, this one, we're really back into cringe and we'll just we'll dive into it. You know, we'll pop in and clown in the chat and make comments as we go. Oh, yeah, this is actually a funny. Um... <laughs> Kevin's commenting on Facebook <laughs> double gram action. Oh, man, that's got to be uh, it's got to be weird. You could put it on a TV in every room on a different service. Um but yeah, so the video starts with uh, the information contained in this videotape consists of trade secrets and is intended for use by personnel of Pizza Hut Inc., its subsidiaries, and its Pizza Hut franchises. So I'm not really sure if I'm allowed to play this. There's a lot of secrets on how to make disgusting pizza in this video. So if you're watching this, don't discuss this anywhere else. As always, good music. Actually, I think I need to mute the music. I know we tend to enjoy it, but I actually got flagged for the music in the Wendy's Grill Skills video. I guess the guy that wrote all that grill rapping has it copyrighted. I need to go see who he is, though, and see if uh, I can get him on the podcast. That would be fun to interview the Grill Skills guy. Okay, Julie, are you all ready to learn how to make a pizza the right way? Making it great. Yes, I'm ready. Are we going to cook pizzas now? Well, there's a lot more to it than just cooking. In fact, that's probably the easiest part. But let's start this process at the beginning. First of all, are your hands washed? We sure are. Good, mine too. All right, let's say an order for a pizza comes in. You'll read it, and you'll get started on the pizza-making process right away. You have to act fast. Just think, the sooner you get that pizza in the oven, the sooner our customers will be biting into it. It doesn't even look good, but I do. I know everybody remembers, though, there was that time where going to Pizza Hut was like a big deal when you were a kid because it was kind of like a restaurant where you ate terrible pizza. Um, 
The Wendy's video is the only one of these so far that's made me want the product. I don't know. We'll see what Pizza Hut has in store for us. And they'll have me to thank. That's right. Because we're not just making pizza. We're creating an experience for our customers. Think of it as making pizza that makes customers happy. I like oh, that. God, they're already our super. Our customers high. expect uh, the same high quality product and service every time they come to a Pizza Hut. And that's true whether it's a busy Friday evening or a quiet Tuesday afternoon. Our job is to make sure they're never disappointed. I won't let them down. Ew. Not only what that girl said, but also these noodles have been sitting around for like 10 minutes and they're somehow even hotter. They're usually not hot on the first bite. It's usually like a crescendo, but this is gonna be ugly right out of the gate. So I hope you all enjoy it. Okay, let's say the first order we get is for a medium pan pizza with pepperoni and green pepper. This is the retarder. It's where we keep the food until we're ready to use it. Okay, let's say the first order we get is for a medium pan pizza with pepperoni and green pepper. Lou, what's up, boy? Everybody here in the chat, Lou Sassels, big time friend of the show. Um, yeah, I think you'll enjoy this part when she describes what this refrigerator is called. This is the retarder. <laughs> you jumped in here right at the perfect time. I right, think we can go with that one more time, just for the. So just to set the, the tempo. The we get is for a medium pan pizza with pepperoni and green pepper. This is the retarder. It's where we keep the proof dough until we're ready to use it. So we take out a medium pan prepared by our dough master. And we check it for quality. Why would you need to check for quality if the guy's a dough master? Now this one looks good. See, if the dough weren't right, if it was stuck to the separator, or it was too flat, or it had air bubbles in it, then the finished pizza wouldn't be right. And our customers wouldn't get the best possible product. Which they deserve every time they visit Pizza Hut. Right. And if you believe that, maybe you've spent too much time in the retarder. So, if the dough isn't exactly... And if YouTube flags me for that, I'm gonna be highly upset because we are within the first 10 minutes of the street. Oh no, we're at, we're at 15 minutes. I can say retarder over and over again. But not the one that ends in a D. Make sure the algorithm picks that up correctly. Right, we throw it out and we get another one that is. Now, pan less... pizza is easy to top. First, we start with the sauce. And you get the right amount from the spec chart. We go to this chart that says bottom sauce and cheese. And we go down to where it says sauce, and we see that a small gets one level spoon, a medium gets two spoons, and a large gets three spoons. So, what do we do? Two spoons? Right. <laughs> Now we keep our sauce no, it wouldn't right here fly anymore, Kevin. You can't just call it a retarder. We keep this lid closed, except for when we're making a pizza. First, spread the sauce to within a quarter to a half inch of the edge. We'll get back to it, but I didn't consider that the live chats are going to exist forever now, too, when you guys go back to watch them. So they'll make more sense than the re-uploads where there's no chat. I mean, not that they make a lot of sense now, but at least people are able to read what I'm reacting to. Because before, it was like this show had spent too much time in the retarder. Now for a medium pan pizza, two spoons equals five ounces. Be sure not to pour the sauce onto the center of the dough. And don't press down with the spoon because that could cause the pizza to be undercooked. It seems easy enough. It is. Just be sure to do it exactly this way every time. Any variance wouldn't be making it great. Now, on our pizzas we use two layers of cheese. The bottom oh, cheese so hot, and guys. the top cheese, right? <laughs> right. Since we measure the cheese, I can't even tell what's going on with this lady. With this bowl on it. Just put a clean bowl on the scale, zero it out, and then you're ready to go. That way, we can leave the bowl on the scale and only measure what's in it. That makes sense. Now, 
We'll put some cheese in the bowl, and we'll measure oh. it out to the proper weight according to the spec chart. Let's see. Bottom oh, cheese, God, medium hot. pizza. Good. Now we'll measure out the exact amount. So why do I keep doing this? Why does eating hot noodles have anything to do with the show? I guess it's just because I'm trying to do two things at once. It's called multi-level entertainment, I guess. Synergy. Oh, God. All right, let's keep pressing. Still like 15 minutes left of this stupid cheese thing. cheese on top of the sauce. Again, starting at the outside and working toward the center. That doesn't look too hard. It's not. Just remember to spread the cheese evenly and try not to go beyond the sauce because that would burn. Even a level bad. entertainment. We wouldn't like want that. that. Now, this order is for a medium pan pizza with pepperoni and green pepper. So what do we put on first? I don't know. Oh, I look on the spec chart, right? Right. Let's see. Medium pizza, pepperoni. Two columns, single and multiple. Which do I look under? Well, the single column is for single topping pizzas like a medium pepperoni pizza. And the multiple column is for pizzas with multiple ingredients, like the one we're making. Goddamn rocket science. Okay, let's see. Here it is. I'll let you do this part. What does that mean? <laughs> Here, I'll show you. One, two, three, four... There. Notice how I started at the outside and worked my way towards the center, placing the pepperoni evenly. Got it. Green peppers next? Yes. Did you look at the spec chart? Oh, uh -huh. God, there's still so many noodles left. Yes. God, this was such a bad idea. Now what? Good. Now, place the green pepper on the pizza, starting at the outside and working your way towards the center. Just like I did with the sauce and the cheese and the pepperoni. That's good. Place them as evenly as you can. That's good. We're always careful to avoid center loading the topping because it could cause the pizza to be undercooked in the middle. I wouldn't want that if it was my pizza. What's next? Well, there are two more ingredients. <laughs> the top. Uh, creepy paper in the chat said at the Domino's near our house, they seem to just stand at the opposite end of the store and wing the toppings at it. Well, I think that's probably what they do at Pizza Hut, too, but they're not going to train you like that. Maybe the Domino's training video, I'll have to find that. Maybe it's more like pop copy. Or it's like somebody ordered pepperoni, put it in your armpits, and see how many, how even you can get by doing like this, by flopping your arm around. Putting your armpit pepperonis on there. I don't know what I'm talking about. My mouth's on fire. <clears throat> Excuse me, chat amongst yourselves. Cheese and the world-famous fairy dust. Whoa, fairy dust. <laughs> That's right. Pizza Hut fairy dust. That's why they're all so cheerful. It's just a little magic ingredient that we have for making it great. Okay. <laughs> You'll see. All right, for the top cheese, how much do we need? Let's see. Here it is. Can I do it? Sure. Yeah, it's definitely PCP. Quick, somebody Google what Pizza Hut's pixie dust is. I bet it's just like MSG. Or okay. cocaine. I spread the cheese over the top of everything else, but not on the edge of the pizza. Right. How's that? That's good. Now we'll just make sure it's perfect. And now it's time for the fairy dust. This amazing substance is fairy dust. And it magically transforms our ingredients into the perfect Pizza Hut pizza. Come on. Okay. Actually, it's a careful blend of cheese and spice. But it really does give our pizzas that extra delicious touch. 
and we're very careful about the number of shakes we use. You can check the spec chart for the right amount. You really do call it fairy dust. That's right. And now, that's what she just what said. Delicious and perfect Pizza Hut pan pizza looks like before it goes into the oven. Now we just put it here on the conveyor. That's something I'll give the people in this video. Uh, a regular Parmesan. Oh, okay, I wondered. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I was just gonna comment on the little pizza girl. Like, I will say of all the actors we've seen, she really is like she's auditioning for Disney Channel or to be on uh, Wild and Crazy Kids on Nickelodeon or something. She is really giving it her all, so I don't want to take that from her. Notice how the pizza starts completely outside of the oven. It'll be done in just a few minutes. These ovens are calibrated to perfectly cook a pizza as it travels through the oven. Now, while we're waiting for that to cook, why don't we talk about some of the other products you'll be making? Great. First of all, there's thin and crispy pizza. Oh thin God, I need pizza a is the original Pizza Hut pizza. Of course, it's been fine-tuned over the years, all part of making it great. Now, as far as making the pizza goes, the main difference between thin and crispy pizza and pan pizza is the dough preparation. Pan pizza dough is portioned in pans and kept in the refrigeration, but thin and crispy pizza crusts are made to order. Now, pan pizza proofs individually in the pan, but thin and crispy pizza dough rises in this container. Whenever you get an order for thin and crispy pizza, you have to prepare the crust. The only exception is during rush times, we might prep a few thin and crispy She blew the audition for Little Orphan Annie, but nailed this one. I sure do. Good, because we're going to be putting them into practice right now. First of all, you have to check the calories. All right, Kim Harris says it's just Parmesan sure and pepper. The proper dough and uh, Loose Asshole so says even parts of uh, dough. It's oregano right and dough Parmesan. Chart. I don't know. It's probably so some of all of it. chunk that you estimate is three ounces more than the weight on the spec chart. You'll get used to making these estimates, but for now, we'll weigh the dough out. You form the dough into a flat, circular patty by turning the dough around in your we gonna be able to eyeball that dough. We're out here in these streets slinging these pies. We don't have time for you to be weighing out dough. Your hands and folding the outside edge under. Then you flatten the patty to about an inch high by pressing down on top of it. So then you better. drop it into the top chute on the dough roller. Keep your fingers away from the chute and catch it as it comes out. Then you turn it sideways and put it into the lower roller. Make sure that it goes into there evenly. Got it. All right, as it comes out, you catch it on the back of your hands, being careful not to pull it or stretch it. That would cause thin spots or tearing. And and that's good advice in a lot of places. Neat, 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 neat. And we'd have to start all over. Then you place the dough evenly in the pan and press it into place, <laughs> making sure that there are no air bubbles. Next, you trim off the excess I dough did it, with guys. a dough trimmer. I did it. the scraps separate from the rest of the dough so it can rejuvenate. I can begin recovery. We can use the excess dough to make more pizzas after it's been in the separate bucket for two hours. Now we'd weigh the first shell to make sure the dough roller was set right. You see, if it was set too thick or too thin, the weight would be off. And that's why we make a test shell. We can... Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. But if you put a pound of dough or whatever into it and it flattened it, wouldn't it still just be a pound of dough just in a different shape? I don't, why would you, how would the weight have changed? I mean, I guess.
<laughs> Sorry, Jesse was in the chat referencing a funny guy on the internet who eats spicy stuff. But the, uh, I, if, yeah, if you put a pound of dough there, wouldn't, um, wouldn't it just be a pound anyway? I mean, unless some of it got stuck in there, I, I'm unclear just on that. Dough roller, so I have a lot of questions. Right I would already be fired. Target. Okay. Pre-pan thin and crispy pizza dough should look just like this. It when you get it out of the... Reach all the way to the edge, no air bubbles, no holes, and no cracks. When it comes out of the... If it doesn't look just right, we have to throw it away and start over. Check. But this one looks just right. Oh, they're just not going to say retarder. They won't give it to us. You ready to give it a try? Sure. Now, if we were pre-rolling thin and crispy pizza crusts for a rush, that's a busy time, like dinner... Then we would put a separator in between each one, and we would mark the separator with the time that we did it. <laughs> the law of conservation of matter. See? Exactly, Jesse. It would just weigh what it weighed when you put it in. Why do you weigh it again? So we throw away any <laughs> Thank you, Luke. We don't use it. We really throw it away? Yeah, I definitely got to add the extra letters if you're going to type retarder into the also, chat. Also, we used the first ones we made before the last ones. We call this our first-in, first-out procedure. That way, the customers never get anything less than the best. But say we were going to use this dough right away. Then we would perforate it. Perforate it? Right. With this perforator. We only perforate the bottom of the dough, not the sides. So you make one firm pass over the surface of the dough, and then one right up the middle. That prevents bubbles. And then you're done. And how do we do toppings for thin and crispy pizza? Exactly the same way you did for a pan pizza. There's no difference in toppings for a pan pizza and a thin and crispy pizza, except that you go right to the edge with your sauce and cheese and toppings. We don't leave a half-inch border. Like we did when we topped the pan pizza. That's a bunch of bullshit. You should get extra toppings. Right. Which, by the way, is out of the oven. Come on, I'll show you how to take it out and serve it. We always use a pan gripper, and we always wait till the pizza is completely out of the oven before we remove it. You see, we wouldn't want the pizza to be undercooked. Anyway, when any pizza is completely out of the oven... The <laughs> yeah, pan, exactly. It, <laughs> it has to look great or... Yeah, I always put myself... Uh, yeah, Lou in the chat says he loves these videos because you know the real employees don't give a fuck. They don't even wash their hands. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I always kind of put myself in their position, too, because that's part of what I enjoy about these is that the... Instead uh, <laughs> of, uh, you know... You, everybody's been here before. Everybody's had to sit through a video like this. Some people I know have sat through this exact same video at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Lou, take it out and serve it. It is funny as a double entendre, but it also seems like it should be the shortest part of the video. Like, take the pizza out of the oven, cut it, and serve it. Go to the customer. What are we doing here? It's great to me. It does. It's completely cooked. All pan pizzas should be golden brown, and the cheese should be thoroughly melted. See? Just like on the cooking chart. If it doesn't look great, we start over. All our pizzas stage or set for 30 seconds before cutting. We'll use this cutting board. <laughs> and this rocker knife. Be sure to hold it like this and cut all the way through the crust. This is a medium pizza, so it gets cut into eight slices. Ooh, I bet they use something safer than that now, though. Cut into 12. Now, if it's a carrot... You get two psychos working back there in the kitchen. 
and that thing's laying around, you're gonna have some problems. I bet they don't use that tool anymore. Did you see that thing? It was like a medieval weapon. Medium pizza, so it gets cut into eight thing. slices. A small gets cut into six, and a yeah. large gets cut into twelve. Now, if it's a carryout, you have to use one of those boxes. Make sure Man, you I'd like to have a knife like that too, creepy paper, but I'd be worried that uh, it fell on my foot. The pan and place the pan and a spatula on a cork pad in the pickup area. The <laughs> server will do the rest. No, the customer will do the rest when they bite into my delicious pizza. Delicious. Uh, what was that? Hold on. We're not done with that. We're not done with that. What in the hell was that? That was very suggestive. You'll put it back in the pan and place the pan and a spatula on a cork pad in the pickup area. The server will do the rest. No, the customer. Oh, Hazard, welcome, man. Yeah, Scott from uh, uh, Babbling and Dabbling joining us in the chat. Thanks for coming, man. Um, and yeah, I, I know we spoke the other day. We're going to do some more stuff in the future. I'm just losing my mind with all my doodads and whoozy what's and live streams and VR podcasts. Well, I will make some time. But yeah, he mentioned uh, I used one of those swords to cut pizzas at Marco's a few years ago. It's super effective. Marco's also, uh, no offense, not very good pizza. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised. But did the one you used maybe had like a wooden handle or some sort of safety feature? I'm worried that it would, uh, uh, you know, fall down off the counter and slice my foot off. I mean, I guess that's a danger with any knife, but that thing just looked especially dangerous. Now let's watch this. Jake, deliver this creepy line. We'll do the rest when they bite into my delicious pizza. Uh, let's let that fart hang in the air there. Delicious pan pizza and delicious thin and crispy pizza. What more could a customer want? Personal pan pizza. What? That's another important product you'll need to know about. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Personal pan pizza is a smaller version of our popular pan pizza. <laughs> I don't know, Scott. It's, I, it's hard to tell how old she is. customers that big pizza flavor in a lighter lunchtime size. And it's also ready fast, which is very important to our lunchtime customers. I've had that before. I bet you make a whole bunch of those every which reminds me, go check out the Babbling and Dabbling podcast wherever you get podcasts. I was on an episode where I yelled over the phone and I have no idea what I said if you want to hear me. But they did a bunch of actual, they've got a bunch of actual good ones that I had nothing to do with. So go check those out and check out Hazard's music. He's in the chat. You can uh, follow him there. We do. And that's why, depending on our prep list, we're going to be pre-topping some of them for the lunch rush. That's a good idea. Do we make them the same way as we make the larger pan pizzas? Almost, but there are a few important differences. First of all, we stamp personal pan pizza doughs after they've been proofed to give them the right shape and get them ready for topping. Also, because the topping amounts are much smaller, we use scoops to measure them. Otherwise, it's pretty much hmm. the same. But Looks we'll like this is all Twitch and YouTube. I wonder if the later. Facebook Sounds stream good. sucks or if it's just Facebook isn't showing it to anyone. I'll show you what you need to know to be a professional. For now, just keep in mind that... I bet you Facebook... Uh, it's, it wants me to pay for them to show anybody that I'm live. I mean, I'm not saying there should be a huge demand for this, but it seems like it should be out in front of some people. But it's your job to make sure our customers get the best quality pizza we Jeez. can give them every time they're here with no shortcuts and no compromises. And everything you need to know will be waiting right here to guide you. Just remember to follow the instructions exactly. Oh, and you'll be just fine. And so will the pizzas, right? Right. Now... Are you ready to try your hand at topping a thin and crispy pizza? Hey, I'm not just making pizza. I'm making it great. <sighs> how much 
How much, how in depth do you have to go on topping things? She did toppings. Now, let's go over the special topping procedures for hand-tossed traditional pizza. It has several unique ingredients, so there are some special ways that we make it great. Now, the dough master will have pre-portioned and panned the dough. So when you remove it from the refrigerator, okay, good. Well, you should be able to like, uh, and make sure the dough extends. Should be able to like the Facebook page um, if you haven't already from there, and it should show you the notifications because this should be streaming from the podcast page, not my personal profile. All the way to the bottom of the rim. For saucing, you'll spread on some of our special hand-tossed traditional pizza sauce to between the first and second <laughs> perforation mark. Sorry. The <laughs> Be sure that you don't go beyond that outer perforation mark. All the way to the bottom of the rim. For saucing, you'll spread on some of our special hand-tossed traditional pizza sauce <laughs> to between the first and second perforation I marks from the I make traditional hand-tossed pizza Be sauce. Be sure that you don't go beyond that outer perforation mark. Then you'll distribute the bottom cheese out to that same line. Then the toppings go on to within half an inch of the edge. Now, when you distribute the top cheese, be sure once again that you don't go beyond that outer perforation line. And make sure that the cheese and toppings completely cover the sauce. As okay. always, avoid Yeah, it may be a preference thing, too. I hate watching live videos on Facebook as it is. They almost always the don't work right. Fairy dust, just like we do with pan pizza and thin and crispy pizza. <laughs> Don't worry. All of these instructions are included on the station guides. And the job aids... Yeah, sometimes Twitch is weird like that. Um, ingredient amounts. Shit, if you the click on my profile, though, it should show the live video. That I don't have to refresh it. Come back. There's one more product you need to know about. Priazzo. That's a rich, double-crust Italian pie, and customers can choose from a variety of delicious fillings. That sounds delicious. Do we make it the same way as we make pizza? Sort of. When we make priazzo, we use two layers of dough. First, we fill the bottom dough with hand-tossed traditional sauce and or fill- It's doo-doo, baby. That looks super unappetizing. It looks like some sort of German thing. That sounds delicious. If you know what I'm talking about. Delicious. Do we make it the same way as we make pizza? Sort of. When we make priazzo, we use two layers of dough. First, we fill the bottom dough with hand-tossed traditional sauce and or filling according to the order. That looks really gross. Then now we now add we're talking. the cheese blend according to the spec chart. Then we roll, perforate, and layer on the top dough. And we top that dough with the proper sauce using a personal pan pizza spoon. We add more cheese blend. What in the hell are they making? We top that with fairy dust. Do we cook it the same way as we cook pizza? Well, we use one of these heat pins to make sure all the ingredients are completely cooked. The heat pin helps make sure the heat is evenly distributed, but otherwise the cooking procedure is the same. That's some pie. What in the hell was that? What was kind of ending was that? Is that over? Evenly distributed, but with and what did they just make? Did they make a sandwich pizza? And or filling, according to the they put the doo doo in there. And or filling, we use two. Let me turn the sound down on that one because we're just looking at it. So they put the doo doo in. They put the toppings in, and then they just put pizza dough on top. I thought they had some kind of hand tossed pizza. This is like a calzone. And then they don't, and then, and then it just ends. Did I click something? And we top that dough with the proper sauce using a personal pan pizza spoon. We add more cheese blend. 
Perfect fifths. Thank you for joining us, man, in the chat saying yes. I wonder if it's possible that that's someone I don't actually know. That would be a landmark day in the history of this Alright, look, so they put this thing in there. That's some pie. And that was it. Wow. Well, I guess that's it. Normally, though, I think I, uh, I think I may have made a breakthrough on this podcast, and that I finished my noodles so early in the podcast, I'm no longer spring. Um, let's see here. Can I do this? I did want to go just check see if there's any voicemails real quick before we wrap it up. And of course, I don't have that pulled up right away because that would. Make entirely too much sense. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Another video has been age restricted. Dude, YouTube has been going through and making age restricted, uh, doing age restricted stuff on my videos um, that are from like four years ago. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Uh, let's see here. See if I have any messages I haven't played. Nope, last one's from Scott from a while back. Well, next time, maybe while you're watching it and you guys want to make a wrap-up commentary, I'll play it on the show. I really didn't think I would remember to check. But yeah, so next time, just leave a voicemail during the show if you are so inclined. I probably should have mentioned it more than at the first five seconds of the video. So, I mean, as usual, thanks for joining us. I think it was another resounding success. Uh, maybe next time the content, excuse me, will be better. I just, I feel like I'm over the technical hurdles at this point. And, uh, you know, I think I can wrap this thing up. Um, I did want to say uh, I've been making a lot of stupid music for the streams because I'm really going to try to get to where I'm not getting any flags or anything in the event that some of this could be monetized. Um, so I made some stupid beats on acid for this and I'll try. And so I'm trying to use as the outro songs, ones where that aren't, you know, I mean, all of these are pretty old, but from days gone, but I was trying to use some that weren't going to get me a uh, copyright strike. So I think I've achieved that. Uh, on that note, thank you again for joining us on the live stream. Again, subscribe wherever you're watching this and other places, and you can get the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Thank you to Scott. Check out Babbling and Dabbling wherever you get those. Go to shirtcaviar.com. Go subscribe to Creepy Paper One if you're in the Twitch chat, or just go to Twitch and subscribe to Creepy Paper One. She does a lot of fun like art videos and uh, has a hamster cam. So while she's drawing, sometimes you can... Take a peek at what the hamster is doing. It's infinitely more entertaining than what I'm doing here. All right. Thank you, everyone. And uh, bear with me as I look ridiculous while I'm trying to make all these things happen. I love you all. And oh, sorry. Sorry. And shout out to Big Fiddle. Um, one of my patrons. I shouted you out at the beginning of the show, dude. You, you missed it. It's already over. But you can always watch the replay on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and good night.
selection tonight is dedicated to someone wonderful. Someone whose life was quite literally saved by me. Saved by me.
All right, everybody, thank you again. And thank you for anyone who hung around to subject themselves to my weird music and the podcast in general. I love you all. Please be super safe. Enjoy your holidays. Maybe we'll stream on Thanksgiving. You can watch me eat turkey or something. Uh, but yeah, you guys all be safe out there, masks. Wash your hands. Stay home when you can. Stay home if you sit. Come over if you 